This week's edition of 48 Minutes is brought to you by Hoops Cinema, the 48 Minutes basketball movie podcast hosted by Sean Mackey. If you listen to Hoops Cinema, a once-a-month basketball podcast, you'll get our thoughts on classic basketball films like already like such as Space Jam and He Got Game. We'll give you interesting facts about the film. We'll break the film down. We'll talk the soundtrack, the casting, the plot. Does the movie even make sense? Our next movie, Blue Chips, starring Penny Hardaway. Shaquille O'Neal, and Nick Nolte. We're going to talk about everything with blue chips, so be sure to be on the lookout for that. Like we said, it's once a month. Coming up on this week's episode, 48 Minutes, Tim Daniel and Sean Mackey, we break down the Southeast Division of the Eastern Conference. So be sure to tune in as we talk about this division. It's pretty rough, but hey, we got to do what we got to do. If you are listening for the first time, thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you like what you hear. If you are not and you're a consistent listener and you are not giving us iTunes reviews, what are you doing? Now's the time. We greatly appreciate it. I'll quit talking. Let's start the show. Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, done it, we got her with punishment. Young is discovered that fucking hit her, what we coming with. Others in love with the drug and this family just running it. Long as the public is coming, then we keep them loving it. Sword gate this, sword gate this, sword gate this. All right, guys, uh, so we are back here for the week as we're getting into the groove of the season. Uh, today, we're going to be doing the Southeast Division, um, so we're going to talk about those teams, what, how we think that'll plan out. But before that, Sean, we did just have media day. We had one NBA team that played a preseason game on Monday, so the season is, in fact, here. Um, so I wanted to kind of go through media day real quick and see if anything stood out that really kind of made sense to you. I mean, really kind of jumped out to you, I meant to say, not made sense, but um, the first thing that really surprised me, I heard, we had been hearing some rumblings on and off that uh, Paul George wasn't going to be available to start the season for the Clippers. Yeah. We are kind of expecting it. Um, they basically went out and said on me today, he'll be out all of November. So that opening night when the Clippers play the Lakers, although that game is still fun and exciting, we still we don't have Paul George there, who is you know, the second biggest acquisition, third biggest acquisition, in the NBA this offseason, if you count Anthony Davis getting traded, um, which I do. Sure. And um, so that was one that really stood out to me. Uh, the Bulls' hardcore backing of Chris Dunn, where it's like everything we heard was he was expendable, but now they're all of a sudden talking like he's going to be there. And Markel Fultz uh, shooting highlight videos, trying to say it's gotten better. You know, there's still that weird hitch in it, which I know we're going to talk about the magic later. But those are some of the things that kind of jumped out to me. What was was there anything particular that jumped out to you that you saw from Media Day? Just just the the typical you know overreactions, uh, the uh, the optimism for stuff that's you know, you know you know a lot of these players. Like I, I follow a lot of uh, obviously I follow the Lakers and the Bulls very closely, and you know mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people talking about how great Avery Bradley has been yes. during training yes. camp, and it's like come on guys. You know, it's like they hype so much shit up to a point where it's just, it's just silly. It's like we have nothing to go on, so we're just excited for every little tidbit you give us. And 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 apparently Frank Vogel um, is telling um, telling the team during practice, uh, you know, if you get the ball in Avery's garden, you'd probably just go ahead and pass it because he's <laughs> tipping so many balls right now. And I'm like, come on, this is just this is just garbage news. I. I 
I feel like at the very, I'm not trying to like rain on any team's parade, but it's like, there's just so much over optimism for stuff, you know, at some point. And the Chris Dunn stuff's crap too. You know, it's like, you know, this guy's going to be off the squad by the end of the season, you know? And it's like, it's like, I'm committed to this team. Well, what other choice do you have? Right. Like, what other choice do you have than to be committed to the Bulls right now? You have no options. They tried to trade you everywhere, and nobody wants your ass. So, you know, it's like all you can do is go out and, and prove literally everyone wrong. <laughs> so, uh, but besides that, you know, there was nothing that came out to me that, that, that terribly stood out over the last couple days. It's just, you know, everything's just overly hyped at the beginning of the year. There's a lot of optimism for certain teams, and some of them absolutely deserve it, but I, I would say Chicago's not one of them, and, and Avery Bradley is just weird. Yeah, uh, I did want to mention, too, one of the things that stood out is we're going to have mass Kyrie Irving again for a little bit. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. That's, that's a thing right now. Yeah, that's a thing. Z- so. Zorro Irving. Three teams, three, three eras of mass Kyrie. Yes, yes. That just that just means that he's really bionic <laughs> at this point. Like, I mean, if you, if you there was a diagram a couple years ago that landed on the internet of like all of the things he said operated on since he came into the league or since he was in college, and I mean, it's it's kind of insane, like how many surgeries he's had and things that he's had fixed on him. Like he's he's gonna be RoboCop by the time this is all over with. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. But but will he get a statue of him built? In Detroit, like the real RoboCop did. Probably or will not. He, will he save Sting from a cage? The, the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, you got really obscure with that one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it, it, did, it did get immortalized in a t-shirt, though, so yes, there's that. It <laughs> it's the greatest wrestling commentary of all time. Yes. And Sting getting saved by his buddy, RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> and that was promoting RoboCop, the television series, yes. correct? Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. That's what I thought. That's it's just beaut. It's a beaut. Um, but I kind of wanted to go through a couple of things real quick. First off, um, Nikola Jokic had some pictures come out from the Nuggets Media Day where he looks um, hefty. Yeah, I would say he looks like he's eating a couple of ham sandwiches. Yeah, man. Um, and he, of course, when uh, Zion Summer League happened, he has now become the guy that's getting the uh, tweets about him, the Dikembe Mugumbo. Um, <laughs> Uh, you gotta leave Jokic alone, man. He's gonna yeah. figure it out. You know, he's, uh, you know, he's not American. They do different things. It's like, you know, I remember reading stories about Hidu Turgaloo, you know, you know, wolfing down a Whopper in a l- large, you know, slice of pepperoni pizza with, before hitting out the court, or Vladi Divac smoking a pack of cigarettes before he walked out. So, I mean, it's like, whatever works for you, man, you know? Right. So, you know, it's, but it, but if it, if it does like, you know, if, you know, something's different about his game this next year, we, we are going to blame it on weight gain. Yes. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to personally do it, but I think other people will. Twitter followers, trolls, things of that nature. Um, but yeah, I, I did notice the pictures. He did look like he put on a couple of pounds and like not in a good way, but I'm, I'm right. not, I'm not worried about him at all. I no, think, I'm not I, I think he's going to have another fantastic season. Yeah, I, he's, he's going to be awesome. There's I know no I, you're it. a Jokic hater, though. You just like you no. Hate. I'm not a Jokic hater. Let's let's oh, set this straight. Oh no. Let's set this straight. I'm not a Jokic hater. I just don't like the people like I say all the time. Act like he's Will Chamberlain in his in his new in his second life. Oh, he's he's not Will Chamberlain, but I mean he's. he's oh, he's not because you know Twitter <laughs> is like. 
No, I don't think he's willed. I mean, he's definitely probably, what What would you say? He's a top three, top four center? I would say he's definitely top three at worst, top two at best. Uh, top number one at best. Number probably one at him, Embiid, Towns, I would probably say. I would say uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing somebody in there, but off the top of would, my head, would you would you put him ahead of Towns right now? I would yeah, right now, yes. Same, same. Um, but I still like the ceiling of Towns more than I like the ceiling of Jokic. Absolutely, absolutely. But I just wanted to see how like blinded by hate you were by that comment. So it, it looks like you're not that blinded. So I'm happy. Yeah, I mean, unless <laughs> unless Anthony Davis decides to actually play center, actually he's play the best center. center in he's, the world. Well, he's he's going to have to because yeah. Mr. Mr. Kyle Puzma is uh, is. Is going to be out for a little while. I'm, yeah. I'm very disappointed about this, by the way. I know, but it's there. Um, it's you know, it's has he wasn't he hurt a little bit last year too? He was, he was, and it sounds like he's going to be out for a little while. So um, I'm I'm hoping he gets better soon. I'm I'm very excited to see him play this season. Yeah. Ooh, I did want to talk about Kevin Durant. Looks amazing in a Nets jersey. Like. Oh yeah. It fits him so well. Yeah, I don't like the number on him though. It doesn't I don't think it fits him. You don't like the seven? I don't like the seven. He ain't D Brown. He was kind of leading up to that all of last year. Like, if you go back and look at any pictures in a press conference, he's wearing a hat that has a seven on it. Oh yeah, this was this was so predetermined before anything happened. I mean, it was it's so you know looking back, it was very transparent. We knew he was going to go to New York, one of the New York teams. But right, I mean, this is just silly at this point. And the, you know, the big fight that ended up with Draymond Green and him saying, you know, you know you know, go ahead and leave, and, you know, because it was all, everybody knew. Yeah, they did. Um, I will also say, with my other thing I want to point out for me today, actually, I do want to talk about um, New Orleans, but I do want to mention, um, Chris Paul looked so happy in his Thunder <laughs> pictures, didn't he? Oh, Just yeah. ecstatic. Yeah, he's not. Like, He's not. He looked like I'm gonna be out of this bitch in three months. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, blessed, blessed that my my careers went full circle. No, you're not. <laughs> you were trying to get out of there as soon as you heard the news. Like you were immediately on the phone with 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 Presti, like going, "What what can we do to make this this better?" Because I I don't want to be there. You know, in a rebuild season. And... I don't think Presti wants him there either. Truthfully, I oh think. no, no. But they had to get rid of Westbrook, and it's yeah. Oh, God, what a. What a weird mess that is well, in OKC. It kind of – so I, actually, we can go to this real quick because um, a lot of discussion right now is Chris Paul is going to end up with the Miami Heat. Um, and I will say this. In the Eastern Conference, if there is a Chris Paul-Jimmy Butler team, that's a pretty damn good team in the East. Um, yeah, but you gotta you got to get Chris Paul into the playoffs healthy. You're right. You do. Um, but really, I don't really hate this Heat team as they're set up right now. I don't no. think they're great. I think no. they'll definitely make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but you put Paul on that team, I think they're for sure. I would put them. Okay, they're not better than obviously Philly and Milwaukee. As long as as long as his health holds up, I I would I would put them in the playoffs, and that's all I'm going to leave it at. I don't know, man. I think you know. Really, would you take would you take a Jimmy Butler and Chris Paul tandem over? The Celtics? Um, I would take them, yeah, in an actual head-to-head matchup with the Celtics because I know Jimmy is not a fan. <laughs> yeah. He wants, to, he wants to stick it to his buddy Mark Wahlberg. So so I think, uh, you know, I think that particular matchup he would show up. But um, I don't know, man. Uh, 
I don't know what to think about the Celtics right now, so we'll have to wait and see about them. I obviously wasn't very impressed with them during the Olympics. <laughs> so, yeah, no one was. So, no one was, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I will say more or less, um, I think, obviously, Miami makes the most sense. I thought I, San Antonio would make sense. But, uh, you know, with Derek White and Deontay Murray, uh, I think that, you know, they seem to be really excited about how where Murray's at in his return. So I think San Antonio's crossed out there. You know, I know people have talked about a few other teams. I don't really like his fit with like Denver. I don't think that makes any sense, especially because I don't want to. I wouldn't trade Jamal Murray for him. No. So come down to it. You know, Miami. You have Miami. You get him. You have Jimmy Butler. You just drafted Tyler Hero, who has a lot of upside. You know, that team. That team would be pretty fun. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. If you are and you're listening to us on any podcast platform of your choice, feel free to go ahead and subscribe. It really took me a lot to us and go a long way. Also, if you're in a situation where you're on a podcast service where you can leave us a review, please feel free to give us a few minutes of your time and do that. It only takes a couple seconds. It really helps us out a bunch. All right, back to the show. Yeah, yeah, I mean... But I mean, we know Heat fans would still show up in the second quarter. <laughs> or or leave it leave at the half. Yes. <laughs> Well, let's see. Let's look at speaking. Are, are we going to do this? Are we going to try we, it? We're going to roll into this. Well, let's let's talk about the Southeast Division, and we're already kind of talking about the Heat and how you like them. You said they have ty- they got Tyler Hero, obviously mm-hmm. going to make some buckets. Goran Dragic has definitely missed a step. I feel like yes over over last season. Um, you got Bam still. Um, you have Bam. He's I coming like Bam back. A lot. I like Bam a lot too. I think he's going to come back really really decently. Um, a lot of hype for James Johnson over the last couple of days for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I noticed that. Like, just a lot of blurbs about him coming across my Twitter feed, and I'm like, guys, come on. Like, I've, I've seen this guy. I was at this guy's first NBA game, and, like, it's it's not that great. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Ta- like, it was funny. I'm... Like, he, he started the exact same day that Taj Gibson started, and Taj just got maybe, like, two or three years on him, and Taj pulled down. He had, like, 20 and 10, and, like, James Johnson had, like, <laughs> yeah, I will say this: they got Myers Leonard in that Hassan Whiteside deal. They did. They That's did. An awesome get for them. I do like him. Yeah, I like him at the power forward spot. I mean, you're we're under the impression that that Bam is going to play center, correct? Yes. Okay. I would say that you know if you look at their if you look at how they're set up, Bam Adebayo set up as center hyphen forward, and uh, Leonard is set up as hyphen, forward hyphen center. You have Kelly Olynyk coming off the bench, which that's probably the best role for him with those two. Uh, uh, yes, absolutely. He is a he is a perfect big to come off of the bench. They Dependable. actually had a, right. They actually had a really good second round pick getting Casey Opala from Stanford. Uh, he's a six nine forward. I don't know. We you know what his role will be with the team, but do do you think he's going to eat into Derek Jones Jr.'s time at all, or do you think I think a, it's possible? You think it's possible? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, you know, obviously I'm a fan of Derek Jones Jr. as we know, strictly because his dunks are insane. Um, he, he is, he's a dunk master. I like, I like his He would game. be the slam ball goat if slam ball was still a thing. And then of course we got to talk Dion Waiters, man. Yeah. Uh, a guy who is just like one of those great, you know, kind of J.R. Smith type players who can <laughs> every once in a while, like just light you up and then disappear the next game. Yeah, I would too. So there's that one, and then uh, Justice Winslow, who they ran at the point for a little bit last year. Yeah, yeah, he's actually who, they're actually listing him as a point guard right now. Like, that, probably, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, if they get Chris Paul, I would assume it's probably Winslow, um, probably Okpala, and that's be another bigger name. I don't think it would be maybe. Uh, 
James, I mean, Tyler Hero? I don't think that would do Hero. Oh, it has to be Drogic. Probably Drogic, Winslow, and somebody. Yeah. And obviously picks. Yeah, I mean, Drogic's contract's got to be involved. Uh, Justice Winslow, he was a high draft pick, so he's going to end up leaving. So, um, And God, is, is, and Haslam's coming back for one more year, right? He is. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh. Last thing I want to talk about for the Heat. Uh, Kendrick Nunn is on this team. So, Sean, I got to watch Kendrick Nunn play college ball at Oakland University, If, as we know, for a team we cover on the college basketball side did, of 40 did he minutes. Play, did he play for them last season? Two seasons ago. Two seasons ago, okay. I, was I, on, I saw uh, Oakland last season, but I didn't see him this year. Yeah, he year was on before. the Sioux Falls, South Dakota G League team last year for the Heat. No, okay. he was actually, I'm sorry, he was on the South Bay Warriors. Okay. Um, so... This kid was, like, the best player I've ever seen go through the Horizon League. Um, he was at Illinois for a couple of years, got in a little trouble, transferred out for his last year, went to Oakland, played for Greg Campy, won Horizon League Player of the Year, and it wasn't close. Um, the kid's really good. I don't, you know, I don't know what his necessarily his upside is, but he's a guy to keep an eye on if you're a deep eye kind of guy for different players on this uh, to look at for benches, if you're a deep especially, dynasty basketball player. Especially if someone gets hurt. So it's like, you know, I mean, this guy, I mean, you trade away Justice Winslow and and Drogic, you know, those are your two other point guards. You're going to get, you know, who else is going to play point guard eventually besides Chris Paul? So it's like, yeah, that this guy could possibly get some some run towards the end of the season if there is a trade like we think there, there might be. Yeah, exactly. So overall, I think the Heat are a playoff team in the East. Um, Let's talk about Jimmy. That's the thing, man. That is the... Best possible situation for the Heat. I still don't necessarily love how he looks in a Heat jersey. Uh, obviously, we haven't seen him wear the Miami Vice jerseys yet. Yeah. Um, but a two-way player, you know, probably the you know the biggest free agent sign of the Heat have made since LeBron, obviously. Yeah. Um, two-way, you know, has done it all really, except for winning an NBA championship. Well, and it was and it was a trade too. They got rid of Josh Richardson, and yeah. and, and Philly really reaped the benefit of this as well too, because you know I don't know t- at times last season I felt like Jimmy didn't seem exactly engaged as he was in other places or motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, it now he was very good for the Philadelphia 76ers. Yes, he I'm was. not I'm not going to say that, but he just I don't know. There was just uh, there almost wasn't like enough enough ball to go around I feel like for him like he's one of those guys I want to get him the ball I want him to shoot you know 30 shots a game like I, I mm-hmm. want him out there you know and it's like you got Ben Simmons who's not shooting at all you got Joel Embiid you had Tobias Harris last year there was just a lot of people you know and they had you know some other some decent bench players that were also shooting so um Jimmy's gonna be I think a really good fantasy player this year yeah I agree I think he's gonna be very skilled for them I think that He's going to really, you know, like you said, it's, it's kind of going to be like at his role in Chicago again, um, where, you know, yeah, he probably he had seasons where he had Rose, he had Butler, he had Wade. I mean, uh, he had Rose, he had Rondo, he had Wade, he had yeah. Noah, but, all that, but, like, they really ran their offense through him in crunch time. The Sixers did the same thing. I mean, they put Ben Simmons in the dunker spot and kind of had Jimmy Butler be the, be the guy that they ran their offense through. So he's going to have a chance to do it again. He's going to be another two-way player. He's still one of the top five two-way players in NBA basketball in the NBA right now. So and and, I, he, and he and he shows up to practice like six and a half hours early apparently. Yeah, you know, just yeah. at three thirty in the morning, just to you know get a head start on everybody. I love I love Jimmy leaked stories. 
Yes. Like, like you know Jimmy's team leaked that. Like, y- you yes. know he was up at 3.30, and it wasn't, like, because he wanted to get it. He was just, you know, he's probably like, I'll just, I'll go early. We'll Much make, it, like, a, we'll make yeah. it a thing. We'll make it a big thing. Much like last year when the whole practice happened, and Rachel oh, yeah. just so happened to be in Minneapolis that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Weird how that worked out. Yeah, yeah, for a little sit-down interview. So, <laughs> right there. Yeah, it was, that was interesting. All right, so we have, like, three teams in this division I care about, counting the Heat, and two that I don't give a shit about. Okay. So let's just knock out the two that are just awful. Okay. Um, you want to start with the Hornets or the Wizards? Let's start off with the Hornets. All right, so the Hornets lose Kemba Walker, the all-time <laughs> greatest Hornet. Weird. I'll say it. Weird, yeah. yeah you're right. Um, they Absolutely. Bring in Terry Rozier. Pay him a they lot do, of money. Yeah, they do draft P.J. Washington. I do like that pick still. Yeah, yeah. We you knew call, about the, You called it. <laughs> we knew about that pick in like January. Yeah, but um, so we you know they do that move and then they do announce that their classic jersey they're wearing the classic purple with the teal green pinstripe. Just just make it the regular jersey. It doesn't need to just be like a classic or agreed. anything. And go agreed. back to and go back to the old logo. Come on, guys. It's yeah. this. It is this easy. Yes, it's not hard at all. You'll get your fans back because no one's going to Charlotte Hornet games this year. There's going to no, go ahead and put n- it out there. No one is going. And on top of that, you know, I've, I've heard rumblings. I guess Michael Jordan has sold part of the. Yeah, uh, he sold part of his uh, part of a team. Ownership. So it's like I, I think he's starting to get a little bit impatient himself. You know, mm-hmm. it might be a, a you know stepping stone on him eventually getting out of that because he's the worst owner in basketball right now. Yeah, I would say he is the Michael Jordan of bad owners. I think I've said that before. The Michael Michael Jordan is the bad Michael Jordan of bad owners. I like that. Yeah, the, and this team's terrible. We talked about the their their contracts are awful. Yeah, they're bad and they're and they're like tight on money. Yeah, so like in I, I'm I was totally okay with Kimball even. Like Same. I, I didn't think that was in the best interest of the team just because of where the team was going currently, you know, having to go over the cap to pay all this money for, you know, a player who's, you know, obviously your best player you've ever had. Not that that's saying a whole lot because every great player in Charlotte has left, you know, for better pastures at some point. But um, it's it's interesting that they went after Terry Rozier immediately. Basically, if they didn't, because Ricky Rubio was going to Indy, and then yeah. ended up going to Phoenix, Malcolm Brogdon wasn't going to go to Charlotte, and they didn't draft a point guard. So if if they, they basically had to, they had because otherwise were... you're starting Devonte Graham at point guard next year. And Devonte Graham is not is not selling seats in Charlotte. So no, uh, six two point guards. When now, you just lost your the six two point guard. Now, I want to talk about my my favorite Charlotte Hornet, Hornet currently, Malik Monk. Yes, mine what, too. What kind of year do you expect from this guy? I think that this will be his best year in the NBA so far. That's not saying much, I know. Hey, um, I like it. I think at some point the Hornets are going to have to let him start. He's never started a game for them. Uh, he was which least, is which is crazy to me. Absolutely crazy. He was a lottery pick. You know, it was because of Batum and that's the Batum contract. How to? Yeah, yeah. And well, Batum is still there, and he's. I mean, he's technically a small forward, so they can start Malik Monk. Yeah, they should. They should. They have nothing. They have absolutely nothing to lose at that. And on top of that, for a uh, lottery pick, especially one that was as hyped as Malik Monk, a uh, great college player. You know, mm-hmm. to throw him on a bench for an entire season, it's a little bit demoralizing, and it can it can kill your confidence. 
So he, I think Malik Monk is a confidence guy. Like, get him out there, have him shoot a, you know, have him shoot a bunch, you know, have him have him huck up some shots, have him make a few, you know, get him going. He is your player of the future right now, and that's it's sad. But and PJ Washington, obviously, but but you know, get him out there. Yeah, this team drafted Shea Gilgis Alexander and traded him on draft night. Oh God, ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh, that happened. That definitely happened, but I I still like Monk a lot. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know if he's going to be awesome in the NBA by any means. I but think, I think he could be an eighteen point a night guy. That's fair. I think he could be an eighteen point a night guy, but you know he's got to go out there and play. They got They got to start him. Yeah, he's had some. He had. He still had some really good games. He had a twenty six point game last year. Um, he had a game where he was six of nine, uh, He was seven of twelve from three. Not awesome, but you know, gets the job done. Hey, seven of twelve is not bad at all. We could, yeah. we could, we could do that shit. Fuck no, we couldn't. <laughs> but yeah, this is gonna be the year. So he's had so his first two seasons. His first year he played sixty three games and got about fourteen minutes a game. His second year he played seventy three games and got about seventeen minutes a game. Um, you know, the three pointer is still iffy. Uh, career three thirty three and a half percent shooter. Yeah, but like I said, I'm glad you brought him up. I'm excited for Malik Monk. He was one of my favorite college players that year. He's a, a super dunk machine. He's super athletic. Um, he has a lot of J.R. Smith in him as well. He does. Uh, like, so like this is gonna be the J.R. Smith backcourt with Terry Rozier and a lot, <laughs> lot of con- a lot of confidence flowing in those all, two players. The so. all swag team is the coming all, to Charlotte. The all swag team, and of course they got Hernan Gomez as well. That's another. I player. like him. Yeah. yeah, like I think I think he's he's played sort of well as well too. But you got Cody Zell. Like Marvin Williams is still get, he has a huge Michael contract. Michael Gilchrist. Kid Gilchrist never panned out like ever. It's like you know, uh, ugh. So, um, okay. Are we done with Charlotte? Last thing. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so I guess the colors of that classic jersey, they're going to wear tw- a couple. They're going to wear another jersey this year that has those colors. Okay. And they just it just says C H A on the front. Have you uh, seen these? No. They look awful. Yeah, just just go back to the old jerseys. Like just go back to them full time. Put the the uh, the hive uh, on the key. For your floor, just go mm-hmm. back to the old logo. Just go back to everything, because that's what literally everyone in Charlotte wants. There's no one who wants a Bobcats era or this weird era that's you know started since they since they changed their name back. It's like just go ahead. You've got the rights. Take the old logo. Run with it. Yeah, exactly. I'm down. All right, to the Wizards we go. Wizards. This is a very intriguing team this year. Okay, um, so over the summer... In a bad way. <laughs> yes, very much. Over the summer, I think it was me and Kyle, we had a discussion on how many actual NBA talent players are on this team. And I went through, and I had, you know, not counting Wall, because Wall's hurt. So Isaiah Thomas is there. Yeah. Clinging, clinging to basketball life. Ish Smith is there now. Yeah. Um, they do have Admiral Schofield, who they got in the second round. I like him. I hated the Rui Hachimura pick. I don't think I've ever, ever just been like dis- disguised that I didn't like that pick. A lot of hype for this guy, though. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Man, you are you're on the hate train already for this guy. No, I didn't like him at Gonzaga. You didn't like him at Gonzaga? Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, let's well, let's see. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna crap on him yet. So we'll I'm not see. saying he won't do well. I just don't he think could, he's who was the uh, who was the uh, the uh, really attract the guy who had the really attractive girlfriend a couple years ago who was on the oh uh, yeah 
what was his name? I totally forgot. Like, <laughs> uh, hold on a second. I just, <laughs> anyway, it's going to bother me. Continue. While you're doing that, this team is Bradley Beal and Bradley Beal. And the, for love of God, they just need to trade Bradley Beal. Jan Vesely. Jan Vesely. Jan Vesely. Do you think he's going to be another Jan Vesely? No. I think, I think he's going to be better, better than, than that. that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Rui Hachimura is going to be a playable NBA player. Okay. I just don't love him. I don't think that he is t- number nine overall in the draft worth it. I thought that, you know, if they really wanted to, they could have traded back and got him because no one was dying to get him. Then again, this draft was a lot of crazy, like Cam Johnson going 11th and stuff like that. So... I don't necessarily know his fit with that team, but people are like, is he the next Giannis? I'm like, no. So you're you're saying absolutely not on that. Yeah, I'm out on that. You're out on that completely. So Bradley Beal. Yes. The best player on the Washington Wizards, who shouldn't be the best player on the Washington Wizards. You mentioned that Jimmy Butler's going to be a great fantasy basketball player this year. Yeah. Bradley Beal's going to be the only guy on this team taking shots. That's true. It's very true. he should be the only guy on the team taking shots. He should be. And... How long is his tenure going to be with Washington this season? I hope not long. So I I was thinking about this. Um, I was talking about like I was thinking like who are going to be the next guys asked for a trade, and the two I came down to were Towns and Beal. Towns. Oh, okay. Yeah, because if Minnesota's bad again, I don't think he's going to want to be there. Sure. Go out west, uh, brother. <laughs> Towns go out west, even though he's already in the west further out west yeah come on it's minnesota it's barely the west man come on right yeah it's the west by basketball terms it's best yeah (laughs) yeah so but yeah with beal i think that he's got to be moved there's gonna be some teams like really would really want him obviously he's one of the five or six best in the world at his position uh he's you know an unbelievable talent he's an all-star what are what are some some possible destinations for bradley beal so some I've heard. I know okay. I talked about this last week with Kevin Love. I love I love trade rumors with you. Go ahead. But I know I've seen some rumblings about putting him in Portland, playing him at the three. So next year, so they would have Dame, CJ, and Beal, and Ooh. just stretch the floor with those three. Ooh, that would like be competitive with the Warriors for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> if the Warriors do in fact trade D'Angelo Russell, Bradley Beal. Okay, that's an option. That is an option. Yeah, I know that like Heat fans really want Bradley Beal and have Jimmy play the three, but if they get, I think they're I don't more want, in the I point don't, guard market. God, I don't want to see D'Angelo Russell <laughs> playing for the Washington Wizards. Nope. Man. Not, nope. not a fan of that at all. John Wall. So John Wall tore his Achilles last season, is that correct? Yes. Okay, which is a pretty bad injury a- yes. anywhere, but for a point guard, especially a guy who's based his whole career on athleticism. athleticism. Yeah. Um, this is kind in his of tenth season. In his tenth season, not looking good for him. Um, what is the prognosis on when he's going to be coming back? I we know it was, for it's like mid-season last year he got hurt. From everything it's, I've read, it's John Wall will not play this year. He will not play at all this year. So he's he's out completely. So we're not looking to to see John Wall again until you know October two thousand twenty. Yeah. Okay. It, I looked at actually. It's funny you said that because I was looking at uh, Bolts Forever, the SB Nation site. Yes. Earlier today, when we were kind of thinking about putting this division together, and the first question on there is obviously, will John Wall even play this year? 
It's he might, but I wouldn't count on it. Brooks said on media that there was a good chance Wall would miss most or all the season. And there's no reason for the Wizards, who are almost certainly in a rebuild anyway, to be every, anything other than incredibly cautious with his $170 million contract. Absolutely. Absolutely. So he's he's not going to play this year. So Yeah. And then Isaiah Thomas is hurt to start the year also. Big surprise. But they yeah. got but they got Ishmith. They got Ishmith and Mo Wagner, man. They did get Mo Wagner and Isaac Bonga. Yeah, so and they got Isaac Bonga. Bonga might get minutes for this team. Yeah, he might. So I'm I'm actually kind of excited to see what Wagner might do. Like I could see him having Me a too. decent Like he was he was so good in like like, you know, just like fun minutes last year, like garbage time last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching him play and his teammates get behind him and everything. And I, I liked him in college, so um, I'm kind of excited to actually see too. him maybe get a fair shake. I mean, he's going to be backing up uh, Hachimura and probably Thomas Bryant. So um, I like Thomas Bryant. I do like him. Yeah, yeah, he's not bad. He's not yeah. bad at all. So um, I don't know. This is definitely going to be a team that's not going to make the playoffs. Bradley Beal's likely gone. Isaiah Thomas is probably going to have some weird part of the season where he's going to get a lot of run. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we're going to see that, which might be fun for a little while, but this is going to be a pretty awful team. Not a league pass team. Definitely not a league pass team. Not, be, I mean, they're they, in the bottom of I the mean, league pass power I mean, rankings. I mean, I mean, they are literally probably a, a league pass team because they much probably, in the sense the Bulls are just like the Bulls who have one or one or I think they have one actual national TV game and then like two or three that are on NBA TV. Yeah, basically, which not everybody has. So it's not even national. So if you had to guesstimate, does this team win more than 24 games this year? I'm going to go with 22. I was going to go with 20. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. I like it. Yeah, so, which means they'll be in the race for James Wiseman next year. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, but the draft's so goofy now anyway. Who knows? Here's my my dream scenario. You ready for this? I know we're we're going off off the scale here. Okay, go ahead. My dream scenario is John Moran and Jaron Jackson develop more this year to show that they can be guys who can build the team around. The Grizzlies are obviously going to be awful, and they win the number one pick. So James Wiseman gets to stay in Memphis, where he was for high school, where he is for college. He gets to play for the Grizzlies, and then he gets to play with Jaron Jackson Jr. and John Morant. Man, wouldn't that be something? It's like this is a perfect story. It probably won't happen, but that's that's a good one. I like I like what you're drumming up there. Yeah, we'll, we'll revisit that later. Because I know that at some point, uh, you know. The Cavaliers will be in the running for the number one pick, and I don't want James Wiseman to go there. Sure, sure. Yeah. All right. Do you want to talk the Magic or the Hawks? Let's talk the Hawks. Okay. Very interesting team. Very interesting team. Had an excellent draft. An excellent draft. I absolutely loved what loved the draft, how they moved some players around. They got Cam Reddish, who I like a lot. Um, I have not been shy about that. So... Obviously, Trey Young coming back for his second year. John Collins going into his third year. You know, they did get Bruno Fernando, who I like a lot, too. Everyone's excited about Kevin Herter. They have DeAndre Hunter. This is like the best college. This is like a college basketball all-star team. And Chandler Parsons and Jabari Parker. They had a lot of draft picks this year. They did. So, so I forgot Evan Turner plays on this team. Evan Turner's here. Vince is there. So in Vince his last, last year, year. For his last year, uh, Damian Jones, Alan Crabb. DeAndre Bembry. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a very interesting team. So, let's build on Trey Young a little bit, their yes. best player right now. Um, yes. Had an excellent rookie season. 
He did. He had he got he had off to a slow start, I, and then when would, kind of things hit in gear. Would you say he exceeded your expectations? Yes, for sure. Okay. I was not. I I thought it would take him a couple years to get to where he's at, and obviously Same. he. Yeah, you know, he was really good. He was really impressive. Every, everybody was, you know, obviously, you know, harping on them for trading. I mean, that's probably something they're still going to harp on for years, you know, with the Doncic trade. But Yeah, this two will be linked um, for their whole career. They'll be linked for their whole career. But, like, I, I love what Trey Young did last year. Like, he, I do, too. He was as good as advertised in terms of shooting the ball. Um, he's quick. He's He's got a lot of confidence. I think he's a leader. Yeah, and, I definitely uh, agree with that. And uh, I, I, I really, really, really can't wait to see him play again this year. I think he's going to be a lot of fun. Um, also with Cam Reddish on the team and Hunter, and it's just I, they've just got a really interesting team. Except for Jabari Parker, who if <laughs> let me tell you something, if you have jumped on the Jabari Parker train and you are not really familiar with his work, just the hype that was surrounding his draft years ago, <laughs> get off of it. He's never going to be good. It's, he, he rides the same train as Michael Carter-Williams, okay? He's just, he's not that good. He's not worth the money. He's not going to prove anything. And he I don't think he really cares about the game that much. No, nope, To nope, be completely honest with you. So get off of that. He's, he's not a great player. And Chandler Parsons, man, like this guy... This Someone guy, had to take the contract. Somebody had to take the contract, and, and Chandler Parsons is playing again. And this is a guy who was excellent, you know, like, what, six six years ago? Yeah. Maybe seven years ago? I mean, just, like, Got a huge great. contract and was, like, everyone Got was hurt. excited about. Yeah. Didn't play for a year. And I liked him. I liked 20, him. He was a great player. 25 mil this year. My God. My God. That's a lot. Um but it's the last year of the deal. Yes. So this no, um, no, it's okay. So yeah, it is. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, the, so someone, someone's actually going to do that. You think he gets bought out at some point in the season? Um, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm not going to say yes. You're not going to say yes. Okay. They might just let it expire, and that's it. So, um, where do you see this team this season? Do you see them uh, playoff bound or or thirty thirty five wins? I would say in that 35 wins. I think they're about a year away. Okay. Um, obviously, I really, really like the young core. You know, John Collins is awesome. Um, I think he's been a lot more awesome than they thought he'd be. He, you know, he is a late first-round pick. He is getting two, 2.6 mil this year. So, actually, he was like a – yeah, he was the 19th overall pick in the first round. Do you uh, think the the Hawks are going to be – patient with lloyd pierce this year i mean yeah i do i really do you think they're gonna let him kind of develop the talent um Mm -hmm. i mean this guy was an assistant for philly for a couple of years uh during their rebuild um probably has a pretty good rapport with younger players um so we, we we think he's gonna stick around for a little while i do i think that you know like we said this is a very young team um i know they have vince carter and we're saying they're a young team but they are a young team you know a lot of skill, a lot of talent that's still getting kind of growing and kind of evolving there still. Guys like Hunter, guys like Herder. Um, they're building depth. So there's a lot to be excited about the Hawks. They're a fun young team. They're going to win a lot of games this year they shouldn't win. Um, but that's overall... Exact, that's exactly what I would say. They're going to win yeah. a bunch of games that they shouldn't even be winning. But I'm just, I'm not ready to say... Now, now this isn't to say if they're a playoff team, I won't be shocked. If they're like the 7 or the 8 in the East, I would not be surprised. You wouldn't be surprised. Um, you could, you, there's, a, there's a slight possibility they could jump in there. 
yeah, you know, if they get hot at the right time, like they get hot in February and they carry it past the All-Star break, why not? Who knows? Who knows? I agree. I agree. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I I think this is going to be a good year. They're going to have a lot of new players to acclimate into the system. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm going to keep my on Cam Reddish because for all the shit he got, I want him to do so well. And I want him to be awesome in the NBA. And we, we're assuming he's going to play alongside Trey Young, correct? Correct. Yeah, I would say him, and then probably Hunter at the. Th- is it? Okay. I think depth chart had Hunter at the two. Yeah. And Reddish at the three. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because they kind of both have the same position. Twos and threes are interchangeable at this point yeah. in the NBA. We're gonna say wings. We'll okay. just call it wings. Wings. Yeah, they're not. There's not gonna be actually real positions in a couple years. And hopefully, Bruno Fernando gets some time for them because I like him a lot. Okay, we'll have to keep our eye on him, Maryland too. Maryland center, got in the second round this year. Okay. I can't believe he got taken over Daniel Gafford, I'm, but that's I'm, neither here nor there. I'm, I'm unfamiliar with his work, so we'll have to see what happens with him. All right, and finally, Sean, we get to talk about a team I love very much, as you know. Yeah. The Orlando Magic. Yes. Who are just a weird-ass lineup of a team. Always But I been. love them so much. <laughs> so first off, I kind of want to, before we get into this team, I want to talk about Chumo Kiki. So this is like a really interesting situation with Chumo where he's basically going to redshirt his rookie year, which we kind of all expected because of his ACL injury he suffered in the Sweet 16, but he's not even signing his rookie contract. It's very so odd. It's very odd. I do not like the move for Chuma. Uh, not that I think the Magic won't keep him around. Obviously, they think there's a reason he's going to be a part of the team. There's a reason he's going to be part of their future. But, you know, that's a bad gamble. And I think the way it was explained is, like, if he signs next year, he'll get more money in or his draft slot was. But even so, I don't like it. I don't think it's a good move for Chuma. I think Chuma could redshirt this year and make his money. See, that's a crazy thing because that's what Blake Griffin did. And that's what Ben Simmons did. But, hey, and that's also what Michael Porter Jr. did. But what do I know? Other than that. Um, that's all I want to kind of mention about him. So this team, um, Mo Bamba, new haircut. <laughs> He's lost a bet, new lost man. Lost bet the shack. Did you, did you know this story? No, no. Tell me about it. LSU and Texas played in football this week. So Mo Bamba went to Texas. Shaq obviously went to LSU. And Mo tweet, DM'd him, DM Shaq to make a wager on the game. And of course, Shaq's first thought was two stacks because Shaq's about the money. And Mo Bamba was like, how about I cut my hair if uh, Tex- if LSU wins? I can't remember what he said Shaq had to do if Texas won. Um, but, obviously, but, of course, LSU did beat Texas. So Mo Bamba is now has a shaved head. No more flat top. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. This is the year the flat top is ending. Jalen Brown cut his. I hate that. Man, I thought the kid in play was going to live on. Forever. It should have. It should. Forever. It's such a cool haircut. So... This team is all power forwards. All, <laughs> I mean, but unlike the I'm Knicks, sorry, these I'm guys sorry. have upside. Let's just talk about just forwards in general. They have one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight. Wait. Are you counting Isaac Humphreys? Yes. Okay. Eight, um, nine, ten. Are you counting Chuma, 11, even though he's not playing this year? 12. Yes, twelve. So we'll say okay. eleven. They have eleven forwards. Okay. Right perfect. now, before before they cut any players, we have eleven. That's that is way too many forwards. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. Go ahead and say it. Do it. I think this is gonna be a make or break year for Jonathan Isaac. Okay. I think I think you know this is kind of the guy they want to be the number two option for this team to Aaron Gordon, and oh, actually third option. I'm sorry, I keep forgetting about Ugh. Vooch. 
Yes. So Vooch, Gordon, Isaac is really what kind of what this team really is. Look, it seems like that's what they want. That's their expectation. And he's been fine. He's a really good player, but they and I think this is the kind of time where they want him to take that next step. And I want to see him take the next step too. I still hate that he wears number one, but I'm not here to bitch about that, even though I already did. Um, you know, but if you look at like stature and height, Aaron Gordon's going to play the three for this team. I don't like that. No, he's no, not no, like no. I. I don't like I don't like when teams are like you know what you're gonna go from an actual traditional big to playing a wing. Yes, and it doesn't always just you just can't do it that smoothly. I mean, I know Jimmy Butler played power forward for a while in college, and he's he's played a few different positions. I mean, he's he's kind of played point. He's played shooting guard. He's played small forward. Oh my god, for the Bulls, he played everything but yeah, center. Yeah, everything but center exactly. He played but everything but popcorn man. Aaron Gordon is a power forward. Yes, he is, a, he is. He is a four. He's a natural four. He's quick on the dribble. Um, I, I I like that about him, but he's not necessarily an effective player. I'm kind of. I mean, this is a guy. What is he? Only he's only like 23 though. I know. He's only. Feels like, like he's been in the league forever. It feels like he's been in the league forever, and you know, I still think there's room for 24. him. 24. Yeah, he's 24. He's 24. Okay, just turned 24, and on top of that, like you know, every once in a while, there's a player that has, you know, a couple years, you know, let's say Oladipo, the Oladipo effect, you know, you know, maybe Aaron Gordon leaves this team and becomes something someplace else. Maybe he's got a big contract, so someone's got to trade for him. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. Someone's got to You're tra- right. Actually, you're totally right, because it doesn't matter if you sign long-term contracts anymore. Yeah, it doesn't. And, and there's no there's no contract that's untradeable at this point, so regardless of anything. So, I I mean, I I do think if he does not make an immediate impact – by the end of the season, I think he's going to be on the block. Yeah, I do kind of. I know we're going to get to Markel Fultz, um, obviously, but I want to talk about Alfaro Camino coming to this team to add to the forward dumb. Um, I like them getting Camino. He's been in the league for about this is his tenth year. You know, he's an experienced dude. He's played in the playoffs, which a lot of these guys haven't. And well, they did last year, but you know what I mean. Um, he's a guy that's been on a, a, some really good basketball teams. He's a guy that's going to help these guys. He's really going to help Isaac a lot, I think, more than anybody kind of be that guy that kind of takes that next step. Um, so I'm fine with them bringing him in. I know a lot of people kind of question that move. But what worries me about this team is obviously a point guard because it looks like DJ Augustine's once again going to be the best point guard on the team. Um, obviously, I love Terrence Ross. I think he'll be an awesome two again. He'll be a perfect wing uh, for this team. I've, I've always been a Terrence Ross guy because, you know, like we say, he, sh- he dunks and he shoots threes. He's a fun player. He's a fun Yeah, player. my kind of guy. So... But we finally, we do finally get to see what what Markel Fultz is going to bring to an actual basketball team, though. Aren't you like a little bit curious about that? Like, I am very excited about the possibility of Markel Fultz being a good basketball player. The, in the possibility NBA. of him possibly <laughs> being an actual basketball player. Okay, so I will say this: I know a lot of you know the Magic released that that little highlight tape of Markel Fultz shooting in practice, and oh, a lot of God. people, of course, were picking apart because you know. It looks a lot better. It looks a lot better. Yeah. It's still got a little weird hitch in it at the top, but he's shooting it a lot better. Uh, I'm excited to see if that's going to be something where he's going to c- consistently work on. I think the athleticism is still going to transcribe. It looks like he's, you know, in really good shape. Uh, you know, physicality was never the issue with Markel Fultz as far as, like, body frame. But Is it bad to think that this is, if he doesn't perform this year, he's going to be a bust and probably out of the league within oh. four years? No, without a doubt. He's, and we're going to hear like a really interesting story about him after all this comes out to basically oh, talk about doubt. 
talk about how the family, the team, everybody interfered with him, and and because we don't we don't really know what is going on with Markel Fultz. Everything that was was so mysterious when he was he was over in Philly. So I'm excited to see him play. I've heard he's going to be ready to play. Yeah, during he the cleared. preseason, he is cleared. He's to, practicing and and it, it play him. Just play him. How's he gonna How's he gonna get better if you don't play him? Go out there and play him. What's it gonna matter if he if he if he sucks? DJ Augustine's your 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 point guard. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. And <laughs> and a bunch of and and your backup's gonna be a, a forward. <laughs> yeah, and Michael Carter Williams. Yeah. So Michael Carter Williams is on this team, but the depth chart at point guard would be DJ Augustine, Markel Fultz, Aaron Gordon, <laughs> Jonathan Isaac, Wessa Windu, Michael Carter Williams. That's terrible. Obviously, everyone knows I'm joking. Hopefully, but I think I think he's going to be good this year. Yeah. I'm going to go and say it. I think Markel Fultz will be good this year. I don't think he'll be awesome. I don't think he'll be spectacular. I don't think he'll be a star. I do think that he is going to be valuable to this team if he is healthy. And I kind of expect him to be healthy in, in because theory. even if he can't shoot, even sure. if like the shooting struggles are still there, he is still athletic enough to get past people and get to the rim. And I think people seem to forget when he played limited roles in Philly the year that they went to the playoffs, he had a damn triple-double off the bench. I remember that. I do yes. remember that. So that was the, the flash of greatness that gave everybody hope. Yes. So, I am not giving up on Markel Fultz, and neither should you. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. And one more player I did want to touch on. I think we we may have mentioned him a second ago, or you may have, but Vooch. Um, bringing him back. Bringing him back. Um now this is a guy. This is a guy who's not going to fill his entire contract with Orlando. No, no, no one ever does. No one ever does. But I mean, like he's one hundred percent definitely not going to. No. So uh, because they just they have too many players that they're going to eventually they're going to you know what what kind of ceilings does this team have thirty wins? Wait, wait, what? Do you think they only have thirty wins? I think so. Yeah, I think. This no is, way, Sean. Yeah, I do no think way. That, you think you think it's going to be higher than that? I think they're a playoff team. You think they are a straight playoff team this year with all these forwards? Yeah, why not? They were a playoff team last year with straight forwards. That's true. They won they the were... division last year with forty-two wins. I think they're a forty-four win team. Forty-four. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go thirty-five. I'm gonna Man. go thirty-five. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do them dirty. I'm gonna go thirty-five. You are. God, you don't love the magic of Disney World, obviously. <laughs> Ever since they put that 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 patch on there, man. <laughs> the patch is the one patch that makes the most sense of any NBA team. Let's be honest. Here. It does. It does. I just don't. I don't. I don't love this roster. I don't no, no, love no, no, this no. roster. I I'm think not, I think they overperformed last year. I'm not fighting that, but I think if you they, look at the division they play in, who they're going to play the most of. So you have four games with Washington. You think what? They'll win three of those. Yeah. They have four games with Charlotte. I would expect that they'll win three of those. There's six wins right there. You split with the Hawks. That's you know. I think I just eight win. Steve Clifford is a good coach. So and he I is. think I think he's really decent at at getting um you know actual work out of players that are a little bit younger and he's in and he's he's good at developing a younger team i know things didn't really work out with him over in um charlotte and everything but i just i don't know man i just feel like last year they just kind of they overperformed for their their division and i just i don't I just don't see him doing it again. I don't know. I think it was. I think it was kind of just a combination of a lot of bad teams last year and a little bit of luck. So we'll see, though. We'll see, though. I'm I'm crapping on the Orlando Magic. I know you think I'm crazy. 
I mean, you. If I, I mean, I'm never right with predictions. Let's be honest here. Well, ever since I got the Russell Westbrook MVP one, actually, no, I picked Giannis last year. <laughs> but other than that, like, I'm never, I'm never good at predictions. I don't even know why we do it, but we have to because we have a show. Um, but I think they're the second best team in the division this year. Okay, I'll agree with you about that. Yeah. So I would say it goes for me. I would say it goes Miami, Orlando, Atlanta, Washington, Charlotte. Yep, I'm gonna agree with all that. Okay, I'm gonna agree so with our... all of it. But yeah, this is not a this is not a strong division. This is no, no, no. This is probably the, this is the worst division. This in the is NBA, the NBA worst division in the NBA right now. Yeah, there's no. I don't. I don't think that's. There's any way you can fight that. No. Hmm. So, if Bradley Beal's traded, let's just let's just kind of play the hypothetical here. Sure. Bradley Beal's traded. John Wall's not playing this year. Who's the best player in the Southeast Division? Is it Vooch? <laughs> I mean, it's Butler, isn't it? Oh, no, you're right. I'm sorry. I forgot about Butler. So it'd be Butler and <laughs> I mean, Vooch, right? I mean, it's yeah, it's Butler and Vooch. That's and maybe, and I would probably, I, with a stretch, I'm going to go ahead and say Trey Long, Young at the thir- at number three. Yeah, you might be right. I, I, that's, that's where I'm going to go. Like, this, the Orlando Magic, the Washington Wizards, Atlanta Hawks, Hornets and the Heat, like, these are not super impressive teams. They got a couple of good players on there. Ooh, give me Chris Paul and the Orlando Magic. Give you Chris Paul? What, what is he going to do there, Tim? Who gives a shit, Sean? Burn money? Is he just going to yeah. sit out in the middle of the court and set money on fire? Yeah, Cliff Paul will have great commercials in Orlando for State Farm. Oh, God. Because we all know that car insurance in Florida is terrible. Okay. No, it's an awful fit. I know, but <laughs> it's a point guard with Aaron Gordon and Vooch and Jonathan Isaac, and that's a, that's he's a, gonna he's gonna cuss some people out. He's gonna make some people cry. That's that's a team he's gonna get traded to and bought out immediately. <laughs> like that's one of those. Come on, he's not gonna play a minute in a Magic uniform. Come on, <laughs> fight me. <laughs> okay. All right, so I love when we just have these like off the wall predictions. That's my favorite for you this year. Yeah, <laughs> Chris Paul, Orlando Magic. <laughs> That's not a prediction. That's just saying that if it happens, they definitely need a point guard. The Thunder definitely need to move Chris Paul. That's true. They can get some young assets to add to that Thunder team as they build around Shea Gilders Alexander. Chris Paul four years ago would have said that would have been a great idea, but. <laughs> No, it'll be Miami, and it'll, it makes the most sense for Miami. He's, he's, if he's going to go anywhere, he's going to go to Miami. If he, I mean, freaking Butler end up on the team, how many games before we figure out that we hear that they had a fist fight in the locker room? They're not gonna, they're not gonna fight. They'll be fine. I think th- they'll be able to, they'll be able to work it out. I don't have no, any. No, even worse. How many games before there is a mutiny between Paul and Butler in the locker room and the rest of the team? Oh, that that'll happen probably immediately. <laughs> yeah, like what was it like two months before the Bulls won, where Wade and Butler separated themselves from the rest of the team? Oh yeah, and yeah. they had the team meeting about like Wade didn't practice. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was great. Oh god, terrible, terrible year. Let's not even bring it up. Yeah. So obviously that means next week uh, we will be attacking on the Atlantic Division, who is a much better division. Much more exciting. I'm I'm excited to talk about the Atlantic Division. So yeah, there's this this is as bad as it gets. People, Southeast is just terrible. So yeah, the Atlantic has the Knicks, and the Southeast is still worst division. I I really do want to talk about the Knicks. I know, I do too. They got a lot of forwards themselves. (laughs) Yes, yes, they do. (laughs) Um, So we'll be we'll be getting on that, and uh, do want to let you guys know. So Monday morning, uh, you guys will have a new episode of Shot Callers. 
Um, so Ben Brown is going to be emceeing while we're waiting for the return of Kyle Brandon. Um, he's going to be having his buddy Josh Hayes join him. And they're really, you know, I've been kind of texting with the two of them. And they're really excited about this new college basketball. Um, this college uh, likeness, in a, uh, likeness bill that's passing. So they are very much looking forward to talking about that. They're going to be doing our Western Conference uh, division previews. So they are starting with the Pacific. So that's what you can look forward to on Monday. Um, but other than that, at large bid will be back next week. We'll be talking the American Conference. Basically, that's just Memphis. Basically, just Memphis. Memphis Penny, and UC. Penny. Yeah, Penny came out today and guaranteed Memphis won the national title. I love it. I do too. Penny wants all that smoke. He does. Yes. So that's what you can look forward to next week, and obviously us, the Atlantic Division, and we'll have some preseason games that we can talk about, including one we're attending. Yes. Yeah, just yeah. Ne- next Friday. Very exciting. Very on- exciting. Be on site in Indy. Yes, for sure. So everyone, have a good night. Enjoy the rest of the week, and we will be back soon.